Welcome to another episode of Local First Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Kohansky. On today's episode, we have a very inspiring young man that has an incredible story of helping other people. This is a, let me introduce you to Dave Lardnoise of American Cancer Society. I really want to share his story and how you can get involved as well with the American Cancer Society. I'm stumbling today, but that's going to be okay. Maybe a little bit too much coffee. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing well. How are you, Rob? I'm doing. Thanks for coming in today yeah. to share, you know, share your story and, you know, and what you're doing. And, you know, we've talked before and you're doing some really cool things. But before we get into the American Cancer Society and some of the programs that you want to promote, you know, let's tell your story, you know, and who is Dave? Oh my gosh, there's so much to me. No, uh, not really. Uh, my name, uh, well, like I said, is Dave Lardnoise. I'm a born and bred Wisconsinite, uh, originally from a small town called Freedom, Wisconsin. Um, it's about halfway in between Green Bay and Appleton. My wife and I met there in high school and um, yeah, went all over uh, to college and graduated with a degree in outdoor education with an emphasis in adventure education. <laughs> Seriously, you get a degree in outdoor education? Uh, totally got a degree in outdoor education. I suppose if you can get a degree in basket weaving, what's the difference? Exactly. <laughs> I may have weaved a few baskets uh -oh. in my in my life, uh, but then I went to work for the uh, a different uh, nonprofit, um, utilizing outdoor education with the Boy Scouts and then, um, went to work for the American Cancer Society and been with them for about five years now in a few different offices. Uh, my manager is probably, uh, a little frustrated with me cause I kept on uh, moving around, which is fine. We get along great now. <laughs> so, uh, but I started in the Green Bay office, uh, then lacrosse and now here in Milwaukee, Things are great. So why American Cancer Society? Why did you get involved with that? Yeah, great question. So when I was working with the um, Boy Scouts, uh, my family and my wife's family were going through, um, you know, kind of a, a rough uh, time uh, with family and friends uh, developing cancer. And it was is incredibly tough. And I was learning some skills with the Boy Scouts um, and, you know, with fundraising and working with volunteers, um, developing programs, planning events. So I thought, why not go someplace where I can make a difference and really affect people in my family and in my community? Because who hasn't been touched uh, by cancer? There, There's no one I've met so far that hasn't had some story um, involving cancer, whether it's personally or their family or their friends. So Got in touch with the American Cancer Society, and you know things have been great. It's been a passionate um, part of my life for, like I said, five years now, and yeah, just looking forward to what you know what the future holds. It'll be good. What has been some of your, your challenges during this process of you know working uh, with the American Cancer Society? Obviously, it sounds like you've been in a number of different roles, um, which is cool because you get to experience a number of different things. You know, what have been some of your biggest challenges throughout that process? Uh, one of the biggest, not a challenge, but um, one of the biggest things uh, with my with my job um, over the over the last five years has been working with volunteers and I love working with volunteers the hard part though is everyone has a tough story 
um, to, to hear. So it's been a, a challenge at times. You got to keep yourself um, not disconnected, but you got to keep yourself, um, you got to have the right perspective. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not, I'm kind of struggling over my words because uh, I recently just had a friend who was diagnosed and uh, it's, it's, it's tough to hear those things uh, sometimes. So you got to keep myself, I got to keep myself focused on the steps that I can take to, to really help out. There's, there's very little that I might be able to do personally, but I feel like there's a lot that I can do professionally to help people uh, who are going through this journey. You know, that's, that's something that you, that you said about it. Everybody's touched by cancer. Hmm. Um, I can look back at uh, growing up, I had like my entire like elderly family wiped out within years, wow. which was just like, you know, just one after another. And it's just yeah. like, you know, what do you, what do you do? And that was like, I want to say that was back like in the mid eighties. And, you know, just last week, like you said, I just found a, a good friend and uh, she was not really, you know, I was like, you know, what's going on? She wasn't really talking to me and she was just kind of like distant. And I finally saw her and I'm like, you know, what's going on? Yeah. And, you know, she let me know what was going on. And fortunately enough, they were able to catch it soon enough. That's right. And, right. and it was just by chance that a friend of hers said, just go get checked out, go get a mammogram and just do it. Yes, absolutely. I just, I, just, I mean, what is it, what's it going to do? I know some people don't like doing this. People don't like going to doctors, especially men. They don't like going to doctors, but you have to do it. Absolutely. You have to do it. It's, and she, she caught it. She caught it out in the, yeah. you know, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so it's not going to be that big of a deal, hopefully, but yeah. you know, it's, it's just, you know, I'm happy for her. She's in good spirits, but she's more pissed off that it's right now it's controlling her life. Sure. And that's just kind of like, you know, just want to throw it out there, but no. you're, you're right. Everybody's kind of like had one in one way or the other had to deal with this in their lives. Right. Absolutely. There's, uh, if there's one thing that I want people to, to hear is that folks that work for the American Cancer Society and volunteers, you know, the one, 1 1.5 million volunteers that volunteer for the American Cancer Society, we're your neighbors, we're your friends, we're your support system. Um, and we will look out for you. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, so look out for your neighbor. And I think that's the, the one thing we all need to come together as community members uh, to, to build the community, look out for one another because people are going through some tough times when it comes to a cancer diagnosis. And uh, I'm getting a little choked up because, uh, like I said, I just had a friend recently diagnosed and um, it's, it's tough. It is. And, and, it, and I think that's, you know, to your point, there's like, you know, whether it's, you know, you know, someone that's going through this or um, it's yourself, there's help out there that you can reach out to and there's yes. support that's there for you. Absolutely. And, you know, regardless of where it is, whether you're part of the family or it's yourself, um, reach out, get that support, whether it's from your doctor, your friend, your family, get out there and talk to someone, anyone. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why I like working for the American Cancer Society is we can be another branch of support. So we've got this great 1-800 number that you can call 24-7-365, whether it's 3 a.m. on Christmas morning and you can't fall asleep uh, because maybe you've just been diagnosed and you've got a million questions floating through your head. 
call the American Cancer Society. There's going to be someone on the other end of the line. They're going to be able to connect you with local resources. They're going to be able to answer questions that you have floating through your head to help you get back to sleep because we can be that support system. All right, let me get back on track here. Uh, if you could go back in time as you're starting your career with the uh, American Cancer Society, what advice would you give to you, your younger self? Not that you're old, but, you know, <laughs> go back, you know, a couple of years and go, you know, what would I do differently or what could I do differently? Wow. That's such a good question, Rob. I'm thinking. Uh, I think I would give myself a little bit more grace. Um, fun. So I work uh, in the fundraising side of, of the American Cancer Society, and we, let, we have this little saying, and a lot of uh, for-purpose organizations have this saying, no mission, no money, no money, no mission. So it's all important. Um, and there are a lot of pressure put on uh, young event staff and volunteers to get to their fundraising goals. Um, and I think um, I would give myself a little bit more grace um, and try and ease that pressure off myself. And every little bit does help. Every dollar does help. And whether you get to your goal or you don't get to your goal, as long as um, I was focused on the mission of the American Cancer Society rather than the overall bottom line, um, you know, whether we're in the red or the black, um, I think... I think as long as we lead with mission first, um, as long as I, I led with mission first earlier in my career, I'd probably be happier than I am today. But not that I'm very unhappy. <laughs> I'm very happy today because I've learned that. Um, it might have been easier the last two years if I kept that in mind. It's, 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 a, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. And, you know, each, you know, you go through things for a reason and you keep building on that. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to take a moment to keep the lights on. I want to thank Exact Corporation in Brookfield, Wisconsin, for providing us with Studio 1A for Local First Podcast and allowing us to record these awesome stories here. Think possibilities, think exact. Uh, so let's see what we have here. So um, let's you know go over some of the the programs that you're looking to promote today, and you know, and how people can get involved with those. Yeah. So we talk about, so when we talk about the American Cancer Society, we like to talk about how we're attacking uh, from all angles. So when we say the American Cancer Society, a lot of folks are familiar with our research and that we give to young and inspiring um, researchers early in their careers because that's where they're most excited. Um, it's kind of a catch-22 when it comes to cancer research. Um, the big dollars are at the government, um, but they can't get that funding without having a track record of research. Um, but also, uh, they can't get that track record of research without some funding. And that's where the American Cancer Society steps in. So we'll fund um, researchers early in their career. Um, we've got a pretty good track record. We have 47 uh, Nobel Prize winners um, who've won that prize because of um, funding or been allowed to win that prize because of uh, funding early in their career from American Cancer Society. The other program that I really want to promote uh, on this podcast is called Road to Recovery. It's a local program in every community across the country. Uh, Road to Recovery is where we recruit volunteers who will donate their time to pick up 
uh, patients from their homes because uh, for some reason that patient is unable to transport themselves uh, to their treatment at the hospital. So our volunteers will come, pick them up at their home, drive them to treatment. They'll wait in the waiting room while they're getting the chemo, the radiation, whatever it is, and then drive them back. It's a great program for those that are in a two-income household where one person needs to stop working to take care of themselves through this cancer journey. And the other individual needs to keep working to keep the lights on and uh, pay those medical bills. Uh, so that's where the American Cancer Society can step in. And how do people get involved? You know, it's, it's great that you're talking about this. And, and people, um, if you can help, whether it's just a few minutes or a few hours a day, um, you know, get out there, reach out to, to David and see what you can do to help him out. But is there, you know, a resource or some websites that they can go to so they can get more information? Yeah, absolutely. So they can go to cancer.org, find more information, uh, cancer.org slash road recovery uh, to specifically sign up and be a part of that. And it's it's on your on your system. So if you're available three hours a week, you can put in, yep, I'm available for three hours this week and we'll find the right time. There are people that need treatment at um, all hours you know, of the, of the day. So if you're able to help out, that would be fantastic. Um, you can also find all of our um, events, um, everything at cancer.org. Cancer.org and just look up Wisconsin. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Okay. Is, is there, do they have an app by chance? Uh, do we have an app? We don't have an app. I'm sure it's in development. Uh, I, I, put, I put it out there. So, uh, yeah. sorry about that. No, we're going to speak it. We're going to speak it into <laughs> we're, existence. We're going to speak so it. I like fine. that. You know, hey, do what you got to do. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so let's, you know, go back a little bit, you know, while you're going through this process and helping people out and getting volunteers to get involved, uh, go back and when you thought like, wow, I'm really making a difference here and, you know, give us a story. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> it's tough. Uh, I used to work, um, so over in lacrosse, when I was in the lacrosse office, I worked with this, uh, young, young lady, uh, Linda DeGarmo, who, um, tragically, uh, her daughter passed away at the age of nine. Uh, I believe it was back in 1970, um, something, uh, of, uh, leukemia. And, um, she's, Linda uh, has just been an inspiration. She started this event over in Chaseburg, Wisconsin, um, and it's a town of 200. Uh, you can look it up. <laughs> and it's a, I remember when I just got this event, um, I wanted to go to Chaseburg early uh, before a committee meeting and just kind of learn the lay of the land. So I got there about an hour before the committee meeting and I literally drove the corner that is Chaseburg. And I was like, well, that was five minutes well spent. I'm going to wait in the parking lot for 55 minutes before the event uh, or before the uh, uh, meeting started. And so it's a really small town. Um, but Linda started this event. Uh, it's called the Soul Burner of Chaseburg uh, and gathered a group of individuals from Chaseburg to plan this event for the American Cancer Society. Excuse me. And so this event's been going on for about 11 years now, and they just reached the million-dollar mark in total fundraising uh, from this town of 200 people, and they are now annually raising over $100,000 uh, for the American Cancer Society year after year. And it's because of Linda, and it's because of the um, story that she shares, 
Um, she's an advocate for the American Cancer Society. She's an advocate for our uh, Cancer Action Network, which goes to Madison and lobbies for uh, policies that are um, pro um, pro health. So our Clean Air Act, um, getting cigarettes behind the counter. Um, so Linda lives and breathes uh, the American Cancer Society. I love her for it. She's she's a great she's a great person, great human being, and uh, uh, American Cancer Society is filled with volunteers like that. That's awesome. That's an incredible story. Is there any like uh, book or resource that has guided you through this whole process? I mean, what do you like reading? I know you're part of our yeah. our new uh, book club called Books Brew and Networking. And networking, and yeah. networking that just came up. This is uh, it's exciting. So if you're interested, check us out on Facebook. So what what book has got you? You know, you know, or resources uh, guided you a little better. Oh my gosh! Well, I love the book that we read back in January. The one thing, the one thing, yeah, yeah, was that Gary, Gary Keller, Gary Keller. Yeah, that book has been fantastic. I've used that. Um, so I'm a, a new manager uh, with the American Cancer Society, and I've used that um, extensively with my team, much probably to their chagrin. <laughs> but uh, if they're listening, I'm still going to use it. Um, but it's been a real focus. So it's all about lining up your dominoes. And I know that, and I want to put a video out there about this, but uh, this year in 2019, our team is tasked with raising uh, $1.4 million, which is uh, Southeast Wisconsin in Madison. It's a very large number. Um, but if we are proper and lining up that big domino at the end and lining up the dominoes uh, before it and focusing on that very first domino, which to me is networking. That's where I need to focus. That's where I'm going to have the most impact. And then if I can knock that one out, getting to that 1.4 million at the end of the year will be no problem. And we're going to get there. So that book to me um, was the perfect way to start off the year. So I'm very excited about that. Um, very excited about all the books that we're going to be reading, actually. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's one of the best things that we put together, Jackson and I. Mm. Um, so what's the, what's the one thing that's got you fired up about the future? Fired up about the future? Well, I know we're, we're making great progress. Uh, at the American Cancer Society. So uh, there was a article that just uh, got um, sent out that uh, the cancer mortality rate has declined by 27% since 1991. It hasn't over the last two years, it's an increase of 2%. So we're doing 1% a year for the last two years, which has been amazing because it's been staying at 25% for a long time. So I know progress is being made. Folks support the American Cancer Society is being well spent. Um, yeah, and it, that's great. So progress is being made. That's awesome. It's uh, excited. Yeah, go ahead and re reiterate. That was a big word for me today. <laughs> <laughs> um how do you? How do people get a hold of you? Um, do they have a Facebook page, um, website? Yeah, I'm gonna put those in the show notes so you can have that out there. Yeah, so we have individual Facebook pages for all of our area events in Southeast Wisconsin um, and in Madison. Um, so I would encourage folks just to go to cancer.org and find the local Relay for Life or Making Strides Against Breast Cancer. Um, and go to those individual Facebook pages. Um, you'll be able to find them. Otherwise, my goal this year has been to reach out and have 
individual meetings with 100 different people um, just to tell the American Cancer Society story. My whole goal was you'd walk away with a little bit more of a nugget about ACS than when, before we sat down. So that was my goal with coming on to this, this podcast. So thank you, Rob, for inviting me to be a part of that. Um, but people can reach out to me at david.lardnoise at cancer.org. Send me an email and I would love to meet with you no matter where you are. That sounds good. And we're going to use this podcast to get you that 100 and more and help you fundraise as well. So we'll get that out there for you. Okay, uh, let's see here. All right, now we get into some um, additional fun, as not this hasn't been fun already, uh, but we get to get into some rapid-fire questions. But before we do that, you get to ask me one question, any question, and I will do my best to try and answer. Oh, my God, he's opening up a notebook. I made a list. Uh, you made a list. Okay, a so list. now this is getting ridiculous. You know, people didn't used to know about this, and now people are listening, and now the guests are coming prepared to ask questions. All you right. Stretch out. All right, let's, let's see what you got here. Uh, well... I got three. You got three? And I'll, I'll, I'm going to pick my favorite. Pick and your favorite, and we'll see where it I, goes. I see you opened up a book, and this is probably where I pulled these these uh, questions from. But I'm going to start out with this one because it's my favorite. What purchase of $100 or less has most positively impacted your life in the last six months or recent memory? I would say the books that I read. I would have to say, you know, there's so much knowledge out there and so much information that's available either through podcasts, videos, and books that whatever topic that you want to learn about, it's available. Yeah. Whether it's business, marketing, I mean, check it out. I got Seth Gooden's book right here. I have another books. I have, you know, just in the studio, a number of different books. And, and, and I think over time, over the last six months, I probably purchased, you know, five or six books, one a month or so like that. So I would have to say books and reading in general has been, you know, one of the biggest purchases or best purchases that I've had. Nice. And right now on Amazon, if you have a Prime account, a lot of these books are free on Kindle. There you go. You have no excuse. <laughs> right. So Knowledge is out there, It's right? out there. Okay, I'll give you one more. You're going to give me one more? How has failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? I like that one. So you're pulling my questions out of my book. Now, now you can't ask me. So, all right. So <laughs> apparent failures, my whole life is filled with failures. Um, I mean, I could just, you know, go back over and over again, you know, whether it be, you know, downsize from a company or, you know, things that have happened throughout my life. But I think, you know, failures are good. And, and if you fail, you're trying and you're getting out of your comfort zone to do things better. The biggest thing about failure is being able to pick yourself up, look in the mirror, either get support or get help, dust your shoulders off and drive on mm -hmm. and just keep on going. I mean, if you're not failing, you're not really trying. And I, and I, I really believe that. Same. You know, so, I mean, if you're not failing, you're not trying. If you look at most of the successful people in the world, they've failed or been bankrupt multiple times yes. until they made their success. Yes. So, you know, it's, 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 you know, that's kind of my philosophy on it. I know, totally so. agree. I don't know who came up with it, but, uh, fail is just first attempt in learning. And yeah. that is, I've heard, I've heard that before. I've heard it multiple ways, yeah. but it's fantastic. I love to fail. I'll fail often and fail fast. That's, that's my whole goal. And uh, because I've learned, I'll learn so much from all the failures that I've had throughout my career, and everything's going to be better because of all those things. My first podcast was a failure. 
This is my second podcast. And it's going great so far. It's going I think. great. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. So my turn for rapid fire questions. Okay. Now that you, you know, stole the questions out of my book, <laughs> Tim Ferriss, uh, one of my virtual mentors, and the reason that I got involved in podcasting to begin with. What obsessions do you explore on the weekends and nights? So good. I, I'm obsessed with running. I love to run. Um, it's, yeah, it's definitely an obsession of mine. I'll go for, I'll try and go for a run uh, during a snowstorm or rain. And typically I'm not the only one out there. There is someone out there who will blow by me in a you know, super bright jacket. It's usually the same person. So if you're out there listening right now, you're who I want to be a year from now. And then typically, uh, you know, a year from then, do, do they, there's another person. Do, do they get like special shoes for like running in the snow, like snow I, tires or something? Uh, like they get yeah, tracks. Yeah, I, mean, I don't my, know what they got. I'd like to run, but you know, I'm scared of slipping on ice I and falling know, down. I don't know what they got, but yeah. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with very running. Cool, very cool. All right, if you were to give a TED Talk outside of, let's say, uh, the American Red Cross and running, what would it be? Um, if I were to give a TED Talk uh, outside of the American Cancer Society and and running, what would it be? Uh, gosh, I feel, I don't know. This is a great question. This is a great question. I think it, it would be the need to... Uh, read more um, and be you need to be a student of of yourself you need to be a student of your local community um, if I were to be able to have a billboard out there to for anything you know any for, for whatever reason whatever I would put on that billboard it would be your neighbor needs help help them out because we all need to look out after each other. Um, and I think that, that would be what my Ted talk. Would all right. Be. Very cool. That and beer. Then beer. All <laughs> right. So we'll have to do that books, beer and networking. There you go. Third Thursday of every month at Moe's Irish pub. I have to plug that in there. All right. So any ask or request and any last parting words for the audience? Yeah. My only ask is if you've learned a little bit, about the American Cancer Society um, that maybe you didn't know uh, before listening to this, uh, just shoot me a, shoot me a message on LinkedIn and just let me know that you learned something. And I would uh, I just appreciate that. That'd be great. Yep. Thank you so much, Dave, for being on Local First Podcast. I appreciate your time so much and sharing your story as well, the information that you provided with American Cancer Society. I want to, um, let's carry this conversation online. Um, check it out on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Check it out on localfirstpodcast.com and uh, check it out on Facebook. All you have to do is search for Local First Podcast on any social media. Again, I'm Rob Kohansky, your host of Local First Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find me by searching Local First Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Also head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave some comments. You also have the opportunity to request to have a guest or topic for Local First Podcast. For any of the books or resources talked about on these episodes, head over to localfirstpodcast.com. Click on the resources tab. I also want to thank 
ExactaCorp for Studio One. Until next time, it's your host, Rob Kohansky. <laughs>